Today is the first day of the Jewish civil calendar. So happy new year. Uh, if you follow the Jewish civil calendar and there is so much, there is so much meaning to the, this, this day, um, as far as the Jewish civil calendar, we are moving into a very active season. And if you know much about the way the Lord works, he does work in seasons. So brace yourself and get ready. It is not a time to be sleeping spiritually. It is not a time to be disoriented. It is not a time to not know what time it is. It is a time. It is the time to wake up and, and not be spiritually sleeping right now. So let me get started. Our huddle time play for this week is we are going to take action. Let's go. Let's go with, uh, let's go forward. Let's move forward with the promises and the freedom and the purpose and the calling that God has placed upon our lives. And so I remember I used to play, um, I used to play basketball in, in junior high in a couple of years of high school. And I remember we would, we would do like this press break and, and we would say, um, break and somebody would slap the ball and then it was time to get moving. Well, I'm telling you what, it is time right now for us to get moving. Let's go. And what we're going to do this week is we are going to deal with the excuses when, when the coach says, and I, the Lord is our coach. And when he says, let's go, it is go time. What's keeping you from going? What are, what is standing in the way? So I want to ask you some questions. What's your excuse for not moving forward? Identify it. Search your heart and fix it. If you can't move forward right now, why? What's the reason? And the Lord showed me many years ago that there is no valid excuse in the presence of Jesus Christ. So maybe you have a valid excuse, but once you come in contact with Jesus, there is no valid excuse because he said, it is finished. What is finished? Everything. Everything is finished. When he came on uh, to walk on the earth, he took on all of our sin. He took on all of our pressure. He knows what it feels like to have to live in the earth. He hung on the cross and he said, it is finished. And he restored everything back to the original plan. He reset everything. So everything is reset and it is finished. It doesn't matter what your excuse is when you come into the presence of Jesus Christ, there is no valid excuse any longer. So identify, ask yourself the tough question. Why am I living beneath my purpose? Why am I not ready to go at a hundred miles an hour? What is holding me back? What is standing in the way? Identify your excuse and then deal with it and let's go. It is time to march forward. There is no more time to stall.
I want to ask you this. I just listened to um, a speech by the new Italian prime minister. And wow, she set me on fire. She said, we are, we fight for family. We believe in family. We are ready to fight for it. And she said, and, and I'm just paraphrasing, that somebody many years ago said there would come a time where we would have to fight for truth. She said, that time is now. And I want to ask you, what else are you willing to give up? Because we have been in defensive mode too long. The enemy has been on our territory, threatening us, stealing from us, causing us to backtrack. And as we backtrack, he's taking a step forward. We're taking another step back and he's taking another step forward. And he has been stealing headway, stealing territory from us. How much more headway are you willing to lose? Honestly, what else are you willing to give up? It is time to arise and fight. No more excuses. I want you to put down on paper what, you're, what else you are willing to give up. And I venture to say, none of us, we are not willing to give up one more child. We are not willing to give up one more day. I'm not willing to lose another day to the enemy. I am not willing to lose another friend. I am not willing to, to lose another dollar to the enemy. Jesus Christ said the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Here's what he's saying. The, the enemy is coming to steal from you. But I have come so that you could thrive. So that you can thrive. So how many more miracles are you willing to let the thief steal? How many more days of your life are you well, willing to let the thief of overwhelmedness, hopelessness, depression steal from you? Really? How many more days are you willing to let him have? What other territory are you willing to let the thief have? Or are you ready to rise up and draw a line in the sand and say, enough is enough. I won't lose my family. I will not lose another. I, I will not give up one more inch of ground. And then after that, it's time to go on offense. I am ready to go back and get what I have allowed the enemy to steal from me. So what is your excuse? What is standing in the way of you drawing a line in the sand? What is standing in the way of you going on offense? What is standing in the way? What excuse is causing you to continue to live without thriving? What excuse is, con is in your life that is causing you and your family to continue to go day after day after day without thriving? Is it worth hanging on to that excuse? Or can we deal with it this week? This week, can we deal with the excuses? Well, maybe it's the fact that I'm just fearful and I'm just scared. Well, I tell you what, God has not given us 
the spirit of fear. There are 365 do not fears in the word of God. That is enough for our fear to no longer be an excuse. Fear is not an emotion. Fear is a spirit. And when you know that, then Jesus Christ said, behold, I give you the, the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and all power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means, means harm you. So how can your I am scared excuse continue to be valid with all of those promises? Maybe it's that I don't have time. Life is just busy. I don't have time. Well, Paul ministered to people in prison with no internet, with no ballpoint pen, with no paper that's like this. Yet he wrote, I want to say like some 70%, I think is maybe the percentage of the New Testament. And you don't have time? Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things that you need shall be added unto you. So you don't have time because you're having to take care of your needs. Well, then that just says you're not seeking first the kingdom of God. So that excuse doesn't hold water in the presence of the king. What? Let's get honest with ourselves. What is your excuse? Well, I'm just too sick. Well, then why did Jesus bear 39 stripes on his back? So you wouldn't have the excuse of being too sick. Okay, I understand that sickness is a very real thing. But I also know that when Paul went to the Lord for an inf infirmity, for a thorn in his flesh, the Lord said, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So I can assure you, that if God does not intend to heal you, then he has built your purpose around that sickness. You still have a purpose. There is no sickness that can stand in the way of you fulfilling your God-given purpose. I can promise you, his strength is made perfect enough for you to ask him, what have you called me to do? with this thorn in my flesh and help me to not allow this sickness to stand in the way of me doing what you have called me to do. Okay, maybe it's that you don't know what your purpose is. Well, God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The word of God says, seek knowledge, get wisdom, get understanding above all else. So take the time, let it cut into your personal time to say, God, I am not willing to live another day without knowing what you've called me to do. He says, ask for wisdom and I will give it to you. Seek me and you will find me. Ask and, and you will receive. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Then in James, he says, you have not because you, ha you ask not. So that's not a valid excuse of I just didn't know because then the word of God cancels that excuse by saying you didn't seek, you didn't ask, you didn't knock, you didn't, you didn't, um, you didn't look for it. You didn't desire it enough. What's your excuse? Can you wake up in the morning 
and move forward? Can you wake up in the morning and draw a line in the sand and say, thief, you're not having another day of my life. I am surrendering fully to Jesus Christ and I am laying my excuses at his feet. It is go time. It is go time. So I listened to the uh, Italian prime minister, like I said a minute ago, and boy, did she fire me up. And she said, now is the time that we take, we take weapons in our hands, so to speak, not literal weapons, and we fight for truth. We fight for family. We fight for what has been given to us. So what's your excuse for not fighting? And how many more days are you willing to live like you're living right now? How many more minutes are you willing to let slip by? How many, are, how many more excuses are you going to keep presenting? So as I began to think about all these excuses, blindness couldn't stand in the way because Jesus healed blindness. Death couldn't stand in the way of Lazarus being a witness because Jesus raised him from the dead. Um, sickness couldn't stand in the way. But here's what the Lord kind of put in my heart that can stand in the way. If you just don't want to. That's what he can't deal with as far as that's what he won't touch. If your excuse is, well, I'm just not interested. I'm just not ready. I just don't want to then he won't touch that because he'll never make you do what you don't want to do. He says, if you desire to save your life, you'll lose it. But if you will give up your life for my sake, you will find it. He says, take up your cross. Anybody that desires to be a disciple of mine must take up their cross and follow me. Now think about this. He doesn't say anybody that desires to, hold on. He doesn't say anybody that desires to be a disciple of mine. I will take up their cross for them and I will make them follow me. No, the taking up the cross of self, um, oh, what's the right word? Oh my goodness, it left me. Self-sacrifice, yeah. Taking up the cross. The cross represents self-sacrifice. It represents suffering. It, it represents laying your life down. I mean, it's what he did for us. So that's what we do for him. It, it's an exchange. So he said, if you desire to be a disciple of mine, then you must take up your cross and follow me. You must take it up. He won't make you. He won't do it for us. It's our call to make, and he will literally let us walk away from him. So when I say it's go time, ladies, what's standing in the way of you going on offense? Is it doubt and unbelief? Well, those are spirits. Renounce them and reject them and drive them out because as believers, we have been promised that in the name of Jesus, we can drive out every demon. Doubt and unbelief, those are demons. Get rid of them. 
renounce them. I renounce and I reject doubt and unbelief in the name of Jesus. They will not continue to stand in the way of me moving forward in my purpose. So our play, our huddle time play this week is identify the excuses. Identify why you're not thriving and ask yourself, be honest with yourself. How many more days am I willing to let slip by? How much more time am I willing to give up? How much more territory am I willing to lose? How much more am I willing to let the thief steal from me? Nobody else can draw a line in the sand for you ladies. It is high time for us to get fed up with the thief living in our house and stealing from us right before our eyes. It is high time to kick his butt out. <laughs> Put him where he belongs. Get him under our feet. Get him out of our heads. Get him out of our homes. Get him out of our relationships. And take back what belongs to us. I'm telling you, your children belong to the kingdom of God. Your finances belong to the kingdom of God. Your physical body is the temple for the Holy Ghost. Your mind, you have been given a sound mind. All of those belong to the kingdom of God and in the kingdom of God, they belong to you. Take them back. Jesus said it is finished. Take your freedom back. You should be thriving and it is time. It is time. I think that's everything. I think that's everything that's on my paper. So Lord, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your promise. Lord, I thank you that you never command us to do something that you will not equip us with the power to do it. You do not call the equipped, you equip the called. So as you are saying, it's go time. We rise up. Whether we feel ready or equipped or not, we rise up and we say, here I am. Equip me and I will go. Give us the strength. Give every one of these ladies the determination to cast aside, toss out, Get rid of completely every excuse. Show us just how much the enemy is stealing from us. Help us, Father, open our eyes to see what our excuses are. And like my husband preached yesterday, Lord, show us the bondage we're in because we're so used to it that we don't even recognize it anymore. Open our eyes to see what you have given us that we are living without. Father, show us everything. Open our spiritual eyes to see everything that the enemy has stolen from us. And give us the courage in the name of Jesus. I bind the spirit of timidity. I bind the spirit of fear. I bind the spirit of discouragement. I bind the spirit of intimidation upon your church in Jesus' name. And I declare you have given us courage. You have given us boldness to get what 
belongs to us. A lot of fire inside of us. We are ready to fight for family. We are ready to fight spiritually for this country. We are ready to fight for the for revival. We are ready to fight the enemy for the glory of God. You have said the latter rain will be greater than the former rain. Why are we willing to live without the glory reign? Glory, R-A-I-N, and glory, R-E-I-G-N. Why are we willing to live without that? You have said in the last days you will pour your spirit out upon all flesh. Why in the world are we willing to live without that? Father, light a fire in us. Show us what you have for us. Give us the boldness we need. Freedom is for the desperate, and we are desperate for your freedom. We are not willing to live anymore without the manifestation of your spirit. Father, enlarge yourself among us. In Jesus' name, we are not willing to live without the miracles. We are not willing to let the thief steal your signs. We are not willing to let the thief continue to steal your wonders that you have for us. Satan, we rebuke you. We will not let you continue to have what belongs to us. In Jesus' name. It's go time, ladies. Why would you not go? If you don't have a church, why? If you don't have a church, maybe um, maybe you are shut in and you are not able to get to church, but we will come to you. And I've played it nice and I don't want to take anybody that belongs to a church. But I, if you don't belong to a church, we will come into your home. Why? Why do you not have a church? Covenant Church will go live right into your home. No more excuses. It is go time. I love you, ladies. Okay.